you are listening to the Embrace the Mud podcast, where we discuss all things related to healthy, joyful, and life-giving relationships. Why focus on relationships? Because the quality of our intimate partnerships and close connections influences our health, happiness, and longevity more than anything else in our lives. Relationships matter a lot. So together, let's jump into the mud, aka our messy relationships, pull some weeds, plant some seeds, and create an enriching environment where strong relationships can take root. Hi, I am your grateful host, Dara Posner. I am a recovering relational disaster working toward relational mastery. I am also a certified positive psychology coach and relational mindset coach. I have the privilege of working with adults and teens from all over the world. I've been a blogger for many years, and now I'm a podcaster too. Thank you so much for listening to the Embrace the Mud podcast. This is my new love project, so truly thank you for your support. On today's episode, I'm excited to talk about a huge mistake that many couples make and don't realize the severe impact it can have on their connection and sense of safety and trust in the relationship. My husband and I made this mistake for several years um, when we were first together. And looking back, I can clearly see how much it hurt us and kept us stuck in negative feelings toward one another and how it even contributed to us repeating some of the same hurtful patterns over and over again. So what is this mistake that many couples make? It is the mistake of not repairing after conflict. If you're in a relationship and repair conversations are not a part of your communication repertoire, today's episode will hopefully encourage you to commit to including them from now on. And of course, we'll talk about why that's an excellent idea and how to do it. So without further ado, let's dive in. How do you and your partner recover after conflict? Do you just sort of go off into your own corners to lick your own wounds, maybe spend a day or even days being distant, and then at some point slowly start making your way back to normal? Or maybe you're distant until one of you decides to offer a kind of blanket apology, or what I like to call a non-apology apology. You know, the, the one that sounds like, I'm sorry I got mad, or I'm sorry you felt like I was being disrespectful essentially apologizing for feelings and not behaviors. And then the other one offers the same in return, and that's how you kind of make up. Or you might be the couple that pretends nothing ever even happened. You straight away just go right back to life as usual. These and similar variations are common scenarios of what happens after a fight or heated argument in relationships. Unfortunately, they do not offer much in the way of fostering connection and building trust because in most cases, there hasn't been any actual resolution for whatever the source of conflict was, if it's even remembered, because often couples start arguing over one thing and pretty soon are fighting about several things at once and nothing is actually getting worked through. Also, when things get heated, feelings tend to get hurt. Things are said and done that cause wounds, and those wounds left unacknowledged usually lead to walls being put up. It's very hard to feel safe and secure with someone who says and does hurtful things, even if it's out of feeling hurt themselves, and then doesn't make proper amends for it, doesn't acknowledge the impact of their words and actions, and makes no promises or genuine efforts to change the behavior in the future. 
one is left only to assume that they will be treated this way again, and so they begin to self-protect and wall themselves off. Over time, trust is eroded, and feeling close and connected starts to feel really quite impossible. And this is so sad because the reality is couples will hurt one another. Humans are messy and complicated and sensitive and kind of fighty, honestly, and feelings are going to get hurt. Some damage is going to be done from time to time. Ruptures will happen. That is inevitable. And that's why couples really need to plan for how they are going to handle that when it does happen. Because again, it will. Someone will get triggered and then the other person will get triggered that they got triggered and hello conflict, right? I mean, like this is what happens. And of course, we want to have some guidelines, some agreements for fighting fair so that we can be preventative and not let fights escalate too much and get too heated and out of control. And we will talk about agreements for fighting fair in a future episode. But even with guidelines and restrictions or guardrails, as I like to call them, for when you're fighting, there's usually some unfinished business if things have gotten even a little bit spicy. So I think it is essential to always come back after a fight or argument or intense disagreement and make doing so an explicit agreement in the relationship. Like this is what we do after every one of our arguments and focus on repairing any ruptures or hurts or fences that have taken place. And here is how to do that. Ideally, you make an agreement in advance, you know, like when things are harmonious between you, for how and when after a conflict you will come together to repair and reconnect. And then when you do that, the point isn't to tell the other person how they hurt you so that they can apologize. It's to reflect before you get together and think about where you made some errors and where you might have acted in hurtful ways and to fully own and apologize for those errors explain what you plan to do differently in the future, and ask for forgiveness. Also asking if you covered everything, and then the other person has an opportunity to say, well, you did say this one other thing that really burned, and like, please don't say that again. And then you own that, and you apologize and ask for forgiveness. And then the other person does all of that for you also. Hey guys, quick pause to check in and ask, are you struggling in your relationship right now? Does it feel one-sided? Is there a painful push-pull dynamic between you? Do you sometimes feel like you're stuck on an emotional roller coaster that is draining your life force? My three-month one-on-one coaching program, Relational Mindset Journey, is designed to help you shift your mindset and make a number of small changes that will foster a relational environment where connection, safety, and passion can grow and thrive between you and the one you love. Yes, you can influence major change in your relationship quite quickly, but not until you shift your mindset and begin operating within a relational framework. Visit the program section on mudcoaching.com for details. Now, back to the show. You suture up any remaining hurts or wounds from the interaction. That includes validating each other's concerns, needs, desires, and making sure things feel truly resolved and like each of you know what is being agreed upon and expected moving forward. This is really powerful, you guys. Conflict is inevitable. It's going to happen. Couples fight. Some fight harder than others. But what matters at the end of the day is how you repair. This can't be understated because all any of us really wants or needs is to feel truly seen and understood by our partner, to feel like our feelings, concerns, and desires really matter and are being taken seriously. 
if we didn't handle ourselves properly during conflict, like we are defensive and haven't had a chance to process what's being said and we're taking things really personally or totally misinterpreting what's being asked of us, the repair conversation gives us an opportunity to thoughtfully come back, address the issue at hand, and make things right again. When done this way, conflict actually becomes a source of strengthening the relationship. Not doing this is a mistake and will have the opposite effect. It will weaken your relationship. When we can show up and repair, we become better people in the process because it requires us to find empathy for our partner, to humble ourselves as we look at our own behavior and contributions to moments of dysfunction, and to be patient with one another also. It forces you to step out of blame and criticism and focusing on the other person's flaws and mistakes and to look at your own instead. In this way, facing conflict, which is uncomfortable for the vast majority of us, can truly be a gift, you know? It, it really grows you as an individual and certainly grows you as a couple. Okay, so hopefully right now you're thinking, yes, you know, we need to do this. We need to get into a habit of repairing after conflict. So how do you bring this up to your partner and ask them to agree to doing it with you? Well, one idea is to ask them to listen to this podcast episode with you and then together figure out how you'll implement this very important action. Otherwise, I suggest going to your partner and telling them that you care so much about them and their relationship and that for that reason, you want to talk about how the two of you can approach conflict mindfully and with intention and then inviting your partner or spouse to work with you on deciding how to take care of your relationship whenever conflict arises, because it will. The last thing you want to do, though, is go to them and say, hey, I heard this podcast and I want to have these repair conversations and we need to start doing them right now. That might come across as demanding. And even if they can see that it's a great idea, there might be pushbacks simply because it doesn't feel collaborative. So that's what I encourage above all is to express your feelings, your concerns and desires, and then invite them to find a way to go about creating a conflict repair plan with you as a team, doing it together, figuring it out together. So that is all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something of value. If you're loving this podcast, please subscribe, follow, and write a quick review. I would be so grateful. Your feedback and follows are extremely valuable for the growth of the still very young Embrace the Mud podcast, where we discuss all things related to healthy, joyful, life-giving relationships. Until next time, please remember, you are wired for love and connection. You are capable of love and connection. You are worthy of love and connection.